welcome back to another episode of the CrossFit Harrow podcast. We are episode 74 and today we've got Simran with us. Simran, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. First question that goes out to everyone is um, why CrossFit Harrow? What brought you to CrossFit Harrow? So the journey here wasn't really amazing <laughs> because it was very impulsive for me. Okay. Because I was on Insta one day and then I saw a video of a woman doing weightlifting like techniques. Was this one of CrossFit Harris adverts or just- No, no, ge- okay. just in general. Okay. Because um, I recently got into fitness more and then I saw the caption and she was like doing CrossFit and I was like, oh, okay, I want to try that. So I searched up the nearest CrossFit gym on uh, Google yeah. and CrossFit Harrow came up. So I was like, I didn't tell anyone as well, not my mom, no one. And I just came. Just put your head down just, yeah. and, and went. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously before that, never done CrossFit, but you are big into martial arts. Yes. Tell us a little bit more about that. So martial arts started back when I was in year eight. So okay. when I was 13 years old, basically. Okay. Um, there was an after school club, uh, uh, kickboxing yeah and um me and my friends joined that and we absolutely loved it we did mess around but it was like it was part of the fun and then um i was like okay this is something i really really enjoy and then come year 10 11 i got into taekwondo as well okay so so what mo- so you're doing kickboxing and then taekwondo, taekwondo okay yeah so i did ta- taekwondo for a bit but then my gccs came so i was like okay i need to focus my studies but then i was like then when I got into gym, so when I started going gym, um, there was a personal trainer there who did kickboxing. Okay, like, so okay, tied those my, two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, this is my chance to get back. So I told my best friend, I was like, come on, let's let's do it. And then we asked them and then we just, I just done it from then on. Oh, and wow. then lockdown came, everything closed. But then I knew a friend who used to come to my kickboxing. She found another kickboxing gym okay so um in Wembley so I was like I really want to do it because I was like I was like I'm missing the yeah of course and the yeah, gloves. Yeah, yeah and then we was we would practice in the park actually because she was like the grading's coming up so you need to be ready when you join in so we would do that and then when I joined I think that's that's it yeah so so talk to us about because there is I don't know too much about the grading system yeah um so this is for taekwondo what how does the grading system work so this is like belts almost similar to karate is that yeah, right yeah yeah so taekwondo also had has belts and kickboxing also has belts. okay so taekwondo the belts are a bit different so they go like I don't remember the perfect order so it's white belt which is same for kickboxing as well then it goes yellow tag yellow belt green tag okay and stuff and then kickboxing it's white yellow orange and then green and then purple and okay. then you work your what, way what would they what would they those kind of what would those those colors represent does that mean that you're a certain skill level certain yes. standard yeah skill level higher basically so okay. like you practice a lot more different types of uh combos and a lot more different types of techniques and potentially you're getting ready to fight in a ring okay so with kickboxing the purple belts that's what they tend to do they tend to their grading is sparring so you have two minutes three minutes and you have to spar with each other with whatever techniques you remember so it's like you're in a normal fight and um try essentially get the most points out of it and then whoever gets the most points fine so like in that training environment yeah would you have different people for of different color belts with each other like training 
Yeah, training is like mixture. So everyone's involved everyone's in the training. Involved, yeah. But within the training, would they do different types of training? Or it's, this is what the work, well, not the workout, but yeah. this is what the training schedule is today. Yeah. Everyone's doing the same thing. Yeah, so exactly like that. So everyone's doing the same thing. Okay. I think only for the higher belts, like the- The big skill piece yeah, or- Yeah, theirs will be just a teeny bit different and okay. they will get known, told that basically. Fine. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, well, my understanding is there's a lot of discipline taught mm -hmm. in martial arts. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, that is true. Like you have to be, first of all, like on time and you have to have like- a On time's a good one because uh, <laughs> that seems to be an ongoing issue with a lot of people yeah. that turn up for workout. <laughs> um, but what, what happens if you're not there on time? I mean, uh, well, they, thank Fully. they don't give any punishments as that. Because some places do, right? Some places do, yes. They'll make you do an extra lap around or like burpees or, which I hate, but, uh, or like something that's really painful Okay. bad. But um, thank God I haven't been, like they don't do that. Otherwise I'd be in pain most of the time. So so what other, because I would imagine that respect is quite a big um, yes. bit, bit of discipline that they kind yeah. of install in, in, in people. Yeah, so when it comes to the grading, they actually want you to do yes sir or yes ma'am after every move you do. And like you have to bow at the end of each lesson just to show okay. a sign of respect. And this is in Taekwondo? Um, kickboxing and Taekwondo. Okay. So both, Fine. both martial arts, yeah. Fine. Is there any other forms of martial arts that like you're looking to get into or you found your kind of, uh, you're happy? So kickboxing is the main one that I really, really enjoy and Taekwondo. So, but I have recently grown an interest into Muay Thai as well. Okay. That has become quite popular over the last yeah, few years. Yeah, it has. Um, all are similar, but they have very different techniques as okay. well. So with kicks and um, like Taekwondo is not really punching, whereas kickboxing is. Uh, okay. And like Muay Thai, they have different like kicking techniques. Yeah. There's a lot to take in, isn't it? It's a lot but to take in. People there. like invest a lot of their time into this and, mm. and because they are even like friends from school or just people that I've met um, networking stuff, they would have gone to like, let's say Thailand. Mm -hmm. They would have done like a, a, they might have been there on holiday, yeah. but then they see it, they get into like a, uh, some sort of camp, like a, a six week camp or two week yeah. camp. And then they like have grow this love for, for mixed for martial arts. arts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they start, you know, then there's like, uh, they, I've seen somewhere like they'll start doing fights against people abroad, like mm. they'll be in the ring and stuff. Ring, so it yeah. can be quite, um, you can invest quite a lot of time into it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can go into it like professionally as well. Yeah. If people you get, you, yeah. get hooked. If you get hooked. Exactly. So this all stemmed yeah. Yeah. from. That after school club. Maybe. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and you've kept it, kept, kept it going it since. Going. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so a little bit more about you, student. Yeah. What are you studying? So I've actually recently graduated. Okay, well done, um, congratulations. Thank you. Um, biomedical sciences, I studied. Okay, Yeah. And there's a lot of things that are gonna go sh like this. Straight over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pretend. Um, yeah, I'll give you cues. <laughs> <laughs> um, so biomedical science. Sciences. What yeah. is that? So that's basically a degree consisting of research. Okay. And it studies the human anatomy as oh, well wow. as like what you can do behind the scenes to help out the human anatomy. Okay. So like the body could be to do with drugs, could be to do with like, let's say by bi the biochemistry of things. Um, it's mainly working in a lab 
basically. Okay. But because you have a really good foundation knowledge of the anatomy and everything that goes around it. It's quite fascinating. It is, yeah. yeah. It's very fascinating. You can go on to do clinical aspects as in like working with patients as well. So you can go and study medicine. And that would be researching on them and trying like doing trials. No, actually becoming a doctor. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. So is that the route? Is that a route that you want to take? No, I want to stay behind the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do the actual research side. So like... I found an interest in pharmacy. Okay. So like the drugs. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's quite, um, I mean, that would, it's fascinating and amazing itself that like mm-hmm. you can put whatever they are, ingredients or chemicals, whatever it is yeah. that you put together that can help. Help, or, yeah, create something that just cures something. Yeah. Or maybe helps it, you know? And especially with COVID, it, like it, research, I realize is a very big aspect of like the world and how the world works basically mm. especially now because we're in a pandemic and the people that need it the most are basically doctors nurses and even people like researchers because who made the vaccines so when they i mean because research is is a little bit more like trial and error really isn't it yeah um, and there's a lot that people would get get wrong wrong um, exactly yeah. but then there's always there's going to be that moment where it's like oh I've spent like two years two on years. this maybe even more even more yeah yeah, yeah even yeah. more so it is kind of like you're going to have to dedicate your life to it really is it yeah that, okay. kind of like that but then uh, you can always switch yeah I guess <laughs> yeah, so yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. not feeling it or like yeah. if you feel like you're not getting something out of it then you can always so career wise is, is looking to go to the pharmaceutical side yeah um, and I, th- I think we, we mentioned earlier before we came on about doing a master's. Is that, masters, is that right? Masters, yes, yeah. So I hopefully will start a master's in clinical drug development okay. in September. And what does that entail? What so does that like? that's like talking about, well, researching about drug discovery, uh, therapeutics. So like what drugs will help with what kind of diseases, um, uh, pharmacology. So studying the biochemistry of the drug and how it works. So all kind of... And once you get this this research, you get yeah. your what 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 do you do with it? Like so, where does it go? Yeah, so once potentially you're trying to get it into clinical trials. Okay. So, so you'll say we've come up with something, yeah. we found something, we need yeah. to run it on a hundred so, yeah. people or yeah. so people is like later on in the stage. So first Fine. it starts off with cells and tissues, but works on that, then like maybe animals, and then we get um, human volunteers. There's a, there's a, uh, there probably still is, but I think on the radio and stuff, there used to be campaigns of like, um, you put yourself forward. I think there was yeah, some for yeah. COVID actually. There's still some uh, here on the radio that if you have a certain disease, then you can put yourself forward. Yeah, or like a certain age bracket. Yeah, then they're, yeah. They're, But they'll also, well, I think Norfolk Park might have been doing it a while yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was, I think, um, I could be completely making this up, but there was a, there was a trial where it turned someone into um he started developing elephant uh um or turning into an elephant there's if you google him it's called the elephant man oh i think i've heard uh, and i think that. that might have actually i've read somewhere that that yeah. might have stemmed from norfolk park it's mad that oh wow i don't know I what drugs know or trial <laughs> yeah, whatever it is yeah but obviously that times it, things can go wrong right yeah, yeah so you volunteering is you're doing it at your own risk. Mm. I mean, you can get paid a bit of sum for it. So people do like, okay, let's just do it. Like a compensate, yeah. Yeah, compensation. Um, but if anything goes wrong, you've technically signed yourself for this. So, mm. you kinda... so your, your degree was three years? Three years. Yeah, yeah. and then master's is going to be another one. Year. One, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So has um, 
you, I spent, I suppose you spent quite a bit of your last year mm-hmm. through the whole COVID situation. Pandemic, yep. And how did that affect your learning, do you feel? Do you feel? Um, so learning wise, I think it did affect it, not massively, just a little bit because it wasn't the same thing as going into a lecture hall. Or and, a lab, I or guess. Or a lab, exactly, yeah. You lost probably maybe a little bit of experience, not, you'll gain it at some stage, same, but yeah, lost yeah, yeah. the practice. And, practice, yeah. yeah. So, but I feel like it was okay in the sense that the uni did really try to um, make it like half off maybe. So half of the times you come in and then half, like they did really try and incorporate coming in and stuff. Yeah, because it's something but, that you have to, like you have yeah, to be. Yeah, and that's the experience. It. Yeah, how, yeah. how are you going to get the university yeah. experience, you know? like Of course. Yeah. So your stuff obviously went half online and the way you can, you went to a lab. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, a balancing through the last four years, I guess, of like training and stuff because as a full-time student, yeah. I think uh, some students have like a really heavy timetable mm-hmm. and some don't. Yeah, um, yeah And they can manage other bits yeah, and yeah, pieces. Yeah. But training has become a big part of your life. It really has, yeah. And that, has that always, I mean, I know that you obviously keep watching young, but mm-hmm. has, has that been the last few years or no, recently? actually very recently. Okay. So uh, I think first year of uni, I was not active at all whatsoever. Um, beginning, like when I finished A-levels and they, uh, I started uni, I was very, very lazy. Okay. <laughs> I did not do anything. Well, is that not most students in their first year though, right? No, some people actually <laughs> try and go out their way. I was just lazy. <laughs> um, uh, but I did do horse riding in first year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. How did you find that or get into that? Through the uni? F- through the uni. I mean, I've always loved animals. Um, horses were one of them. I used to watch horse shows when I was little. So I was like, okay, that looks fun. And it really, really was. Yeah. Um, I would do it again if I can, if I find any place. Yeah, it's something I'd actually like to do. Yeah, yeah. It's quite like exhilarating, you know. But, um, so that was the only like sport, if you want to call it, like <laughs> yeah. that I used to do. Activity. Activity, Activity. exactly, yeah. And I used to be so proud of myself. <laughs> but at least you're doing something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but... I think, well, in first year as well, I went through like health issues okay. in the sense that I was borderline with PCOS, so polycystic ovarian oh, yeah, syndrome. Yeah. Um, I was getting like acne, I was gaining weight. I How did you, did you go to the, did you? Doctors, doctors? yeah. So okay. I had the, I didn't, although they, didn't, uh, they did not find cysts, um, my hormone levels were up Every, and down. Yeah. yeah. And um, the doctor did say to me that when you are in that bracket, it is much more harder for you to lose weight. Mm. and you need to like keep balance like a healthy balance otherwise it can get worse and yeah. lead to other yeah yeah I've, I've experienced working with others that have, oh, have yeah, suffered yeah, saying yeah. the same yeah, so, um, it's yeah. quite it's, it's quite fascinating as, as well yeah, because yeah. in my experience the changes that we made uh, to these people's uh, lifestyle nice, yeah. actually removed the, yeah, the problem yeah. that's the thing that's that's the uh, miracles of yeah I guess so stuff, yeah, yeah that and there was no medicine yeah yeah, yeah. there was no, no there medicine. Is no medicine yeah um, you just kind of have to change your lifestyle in that yeah. sense so when they told me that I that kind of hit me I was like oh wow why did I come like and up until that point did you not know no I mean in A-levels I was very very stressed I remember that's when my mental health actually just went downhill from there I remember um and then my mum was concerned as well. Mm. She was like, okay, what's happening with you? You need to like go check yourself out. So when we went to doctors and they told us that, and he was like, yeah, you should lose a bit of weight. That's when I started going gym. Okay. So I was like, let me try put some. Cause that, that can be quite a, 
I mean, obviously I don't know how that was worded to you, yeah. but hearing that yeah. can be quite hard to take. Yeah, I, I mean, Especially I was, as a female. Well, either for me, like male or female, it can yeah. be quite hard to take. No, no, 100%. Like, I mean, I was only 18 or 19 at the time. So I was, I'm still young, but I was younger then. Um, and that was like, oh wow, I have my whole life ahead of me, but I've still, I've got this like, like obstacle yeah. right now, you know? Yeah. Um, God knows what's gonna happen to me in the future. <laughs> That's how <laughs> I'm um, But I was like, no, I need to like put some effort in, like change for the better. And then, and plus, cause it wasn't helping my mental health either. Like I was depressed at the time. Um, I was like, okay, Simran, you need to do something about it. So me and my friend, actually, we started joining gym together. And then first, it was really hard for her to motivate me to come. Uh, she'd be calling me like, come. And I was like, oh, I don't want to. Or like, I'm sleeping or something. Like I was trying to make excuses, but once we started, and we used to have fun in the gym and stuff. I was like, okay, this is fun. Just a bit of a snowball effect. Yeah, literally. And then uh, then I started doing kickboxing in the gym as well as my own thing. Because had you been doing kickboxing throughout, well, you said first year uni, obviously horse riding, but yeah. has kickboxing always been here and there or have you taken time away from, did you take time away from I that? did take time away yeah. from it. So like, um, so in high school, I did Taekwondo. So, but that was a, like kickboxing wasn't there um in my life in that moment yeah so i still missed it like but it was like i just put it at the back of my head i was like okay you know i can't really do much at the moment so the uni kind of lifestyle i guess had maybe in well, i can't what what increased the kind of yeah. uh severity kind of woke up the thing yeah but also that. severity of of of, yeah. uh, of the health issues yeah exactly and that was your kickstart to be that like, was my kickstart okay so now i really need to do something about it exactly exactly and and how easy i mean you just kind of touched on it there but how yeah. easy once you got going yeah was it or has it been so, or hard or either, yeah, yeah so in the beginning it was hard mm. like getting into it and then finding the right stuff for it. Like, uh, and then I think when you have someone in the beginning with you doing it, it helps a lot. Because yeah. you can motivate each other uh, with- There's pros and cons, aren't there? Because exactly, obviously, if, yeah, like yeah. you said before, if you weren't feeling up to it, would that mean that your friend went, she might not go? And if you, yeah, if yeah. you wanted to go and she didn't, would you still go? Would, would I still go, exactly. I mean, th that's the pros and cons yeah. for it, exactly. But I think, because we were on the same journey together, because our goals were kind of the same, we were like, okay, come on, we need to do this. And then when we started doing it and everything, like we really, really did enjoy it. We were like the gym girls <laughs> in our like friendship Circle, group, yeah. yeah. But it's having that accountability of, of, of a Yeah, person. and we were actually called the kickboxing girls. The kickboxing girls. <laughs> like, literally, like it was just like, oh, so any friends who would be like, oh, how's your kickboxing going? I've heard you have like nice kicks or whatever, like, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. joking around and stuff. Yeah. But then lockdown came over and then that messed up everything. But then but with that, obviously, and the news of, 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 of the doctor and stuff, yeah. what, apart from going to the gym and starting mm -hmm. that, what did you, what else did you change in your lifestyle to, to help aid progression or, or improve the health? Right. So fitness was the main thing. Yeah. I might have tried, I don't really remember, but I think I might have tried also changing my diet a little as well. Um, my mom definitely, she was like, okay, you need to eat more healthy, I guess. And like healthy in the sense, like a balanced diet, like vegan thing. But mainly it was fitness that really, really did help. Me. Yeah, I think that for a lot of people, introducing fitness is into something like that is probably the easiest, easiest choice thing. to yeah. make. 100%, um, yeah. And then obviously comes the nutrition part, which yeah. is a massive influence on how to overcome 
yeah. polycystic ovaries. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and if you can nail that, mm-hmm. you should hopefully have it all like pain-free yeah, and everything exactly. else and, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that and shouldn't affect the body. Um, so it's just interesting to see what 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 other changes you make, but also sleep's important to, yeah. to that. Yeah. I mean, these are all things that we all know too. Yeah, 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 exactly. These are like normal stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. It's kind of like worse in the sense when you have something like that kind of issue. But I mean, sleep, I still struggle with. I'm not gonna lie, I still struggle with that. But it must be a sleep debt because I struggle too with sleep and stuff. Yeah. And I think it's just like where things have gone out of sync mm-hmm. over the years of like, really really late nights super early starts and then in um not getting up at the same time every day like that does affect how you uh whether you're productive or not and how you feel that is very true like recently well actually just like you know the lockdown like this time the last one yeah Yeah, the last one um my sleep pattern was really bad like i'd be sleeping at 4am and waking up at like 3pm or something and that would really make me feel lazy throughout the day wow. i was like i need to you like, missed half a day <laughs> exactly i missed half a day exactly and i was like and i didn't have no motivation to do anything yeah. whatsoever i think i've we've said in it like people have experienced similar things during the previous podcast mm-hmm. that have being in that scenario didn't give people a sense of purpose and especially like for those who were at work um as in working full-time then that was their sense of purpose yeah but for those who were students and and like maybe your coursework or exams went till like a few months time Mm -hmm. were you inspired to go to a lecture over a computer probably not no exactly Um, so it's not you're not all completely at fault for that but um i guess hopefully uh we don't go back into that and we no more three AMs and four no, in the afternoon. Hopefully not, yeah. Um, one thing I want to bring up about the the kind of anatomy side of uh, in terms of career wise, I, I find it fascinating that we're all chemically made up so different, right? So mm-hmm. like where you said before about experiment with drugs, mm-hmm. is there you you may this might be something you might be able to answer in a few, in years, a few time, years time. But yeah, yeah. Um, with us being all chemically made up differently, how? D- I don't know, I guess, how do they put these things together to work for X amount of people? Like, how do they put these medicines together? To, right. You're really testing me. Yes, <laughs> I mean, it's just, cur- it's just curious. No, no, no. That, it's a really valid question. I get you. Um, I guess they do make... From what you know of, now, obviously. Yeah, yeah, from what I know now. Like, chemically, we are very similar. Like, we are different. But similar. But similar, yeah. Okay. So they do get, like, a general, like, the anatomy, that they, the general anatomy that they know, they work with that. But see, doesn't, with, like, obviously, evolution and stuff, and, like, doesn't that's that just the, change? But that's when you, you know when you do the trials, that's when you figure out, okay, it doesn't suit that person with that condition or that, yeah. So that's when you do the trials. Like, that's blood type. Exactly. With the, when it's on, like, a thesis paper and stuff, it's just in theory. Yeah. And if it's a good theory, they will actually do research on it. And then when you come into trials, that's when you exactly know what's what. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to get head round. As I said before, it's a lot of... Uh, trial trial and, and error yeah um okay so um you've got down that you love obviously loving fitness but being a foodie what, what does that what does that mean <laughs> Did I put that there? <laughs> <laughs> this is what you've written down basically that basically means that um i love food okay and like all sorts of food um and i think when i was at my heaviest that was hard because like when i was trying to lose weight and stuff um because it was really hard to stop myself from binging and like going on these like 
like every night takeaways and stuff. Well, it's, everything's at the touch of a button. Exactly now, yeah, which is much more easier. And for your like your age group too, it's more it's, it's that's more accessible, yeah. And and also that's kind of what you've been taught into, right? Yeah, exactly. And every event that we would do, like social event or anything, time we would go out, right? We need to get some food, you know, like. It's like we have to incorporate that, otherwise it feels empty. And and what? Where, where are you originally from? Like family-wise? Oh, uh, Pakistan. Okay, so yeah. food is a big part of that. Like yeah. you would, if you go back there, you would not see a street without a food vendor or anything. Really? Every corner there's a food. Like what's shop. the dish? What's the so like. I don't actually know the national dish of Pakistan, <laughs> but like, I know there's like really oily, oily food, like biryani and curries and naan, like butter naan and basically really fatty food. And it's really big, delicious. Big portions Big too. portions, exactly. Like that's the thing. If you go to Pakistan or like any Asian household, they will never leave, um, let you leave the house without like getting a bit fat, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so would you, would you eat food out would you eat the same food out oh yeah yeah 100 percent. like me and my family go out we eat the same type of food or but would, would you friends. go for take would you have a takeaway of the same dishes same dishes yeah, oh, yeah. Right, okay. if my mom's not bothered to cook or you know like um we're feeling it like somewhere there's a nice like you know biryani or something we're like yeah let's just order that yeah i, I wonder because sometimes like obviously pasta and, and spaghetti and pizzas and all that being generally what what i grew up on yeah is I tend not to go out so much for Italian food, but occasionally right. I will. Yeah. Um, so I tend to have like more Turkish food. Yeah. I, li I like obviously meat and like meat, salads, yeah, yeah, vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. And I tend to go for that. So I was just curious to see if you opted for different yeah. foods from different cultures. Oh yeah, stuff. I mean, I'm very open to different foods. Like I've recently got a growth in like to Korean okay. cuisines and Japanese, mostly because I do like K dramas and like oh, do anime. You? Yeah, so I'm very into that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I would love to say that I know much about anime, much but, about but, but I don't. don't. You have um, me, I'll educate you. I, I had a friend from school who used to, he used to do the drawings. Oh, the anime. Yeah, 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 yeah they're yeah. amazing. It's it's so good. It's like a big part of my life. So 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 what? T talk us through what it is. I don't actually know exactly right, what it is so as such. What are you asking about anime? Is, yeah. Right, so they're like a Japanese um, animation. Okay. And they like different, so they're actually a manga. They're based on mangas, which are comics basically. Okay. And then they get turned into animations and stuff. And right. they're, they're so many different types of genres. And are these all drawings? They, yeah. And they yeah. make it basically they into anime? yeah and they're so good and so interesting is there like a storyline like uh, obviously main characters and stuff i'd imagine yeah the main characters are like the main like you know like attraction that's what okay. they get that's what you if you see the main character and you like that and you're like oh okay i want to go more into that yeah, anime. Yeah, yeah. and then you start watching and you binge it is it like one one show there's not is there spin-offs is it is oh it? no there's hundred like okay. for bigger shows so for example naruto dragon ball z there's so many spin-off like episodes or like movies so it's uh, almost like a well you'd have like a, a netflix version but it, you could have loads and thousands of different exactly animes to choose animes, from yeah exactly so a recent one actually like demon slayer i don't okay. know if anyone would know that but Maybe. that's an anime and um they came out with a movie and that movie has been so popular around the whole world that they've i think they've got millions in from that wow like it's it's very big how would someone come across anime anime Mainly it's the anime people like who watch it, they try, you won't meet any person who watches anime, they won't try and convert you. Like you need to, I will literally give you a whole list. I've actually 
got one of my students into it. I was like, we were talking about it, me and my students, and she had no idea. And then when we started talking about it, we gave a whole list of animes to watch and you're like, you need to- Are they like hour shows? Um, No, they're only like half an hour, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Um, Okay, and and career wise, Mm -hmm. uh, obviously we know education wise, but part-time job we were speaking about earlier. Tell us more about that. So currently I work as a tutor. Okay. So part-time teacher. Nice. (laughs) And I teach kids from like, Key stage one to GCSEs. Okay. Um, maths, English, and science. Maths, English, and science. And science, yeah. Age group you said up until sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. Um, and this is how would they get in contact with you? You on a tutoring website? So I started that, um, but then I found it easier to do it with a company. Okay. So I work at a tuition center. Fine. And which is much easier because they'll have the resources and everything. I'll just have to go in. And, and this is post COVID or are you doing that before? I did it before as well. So I've always, so back in high school, I would always mentor, like oh, right. helping kids with their homework and stuff. And was that for younger? Younger, yeah. Younger. So I would be, for example, if I was in year 10, I would help the year sevens and eights and stuff with their maths and English, not English, but science. And then, um, and then as I, I was like, okay, I needed a part-time job when I was in sixth form. Cause at that time it was like, like you need to save money and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Well, it's I important could, as well to yeah, get out yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Work. Like, and it get, grows you as a person, like you become more independent and then you learn about finances and how to manage that. Cause I'm still bad at that, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still learning, you know? I think we always are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, so in sixth form I got, part-time job in tutoring as well and then okay. I just worked from there yeah so ha- have you seen any difference in um before oh, the whole COVID thing to after in terms of like kids struggling with things is yeah. there more is there more problem let's say problems probably not the right word but is there more are there more issues yeah. now with learning in in your environment the environment that you're in the thing is with the kids they so they're very stressed you know because COVID was not nice to them in the sense that it was very uncertain about their futures and stuff. And even then, like most of the kids, I feel like, cause they're not getting the same type of learning at home. You know, I feel like they've missed out on quite a lot. Quite a lot and that's yeah. not their fault, I guess. Cause a lot of teachers have said that, yeah. that we, have, we have on. Yeah. Um, and the hard thing, I guess, is kids generally won't tell you that they're stressed either. That's the thing. So yeah. trying to diagnose they, that. Yeah. And you can, when you're seeing them do the work and you can see that they're not struggling on the, sorry, they're struggling on the basics. You're like, oh, okay. There's a problem. There is a problem. And especially with like, for example, if they're in year 10 and 11, they've got GCSEs coming up, you know, that's when I have to be like, okay, I need to see how I need to tackle the, this because they need to know the basics before yeah. they can want it. Would you work one-to-one or would you work in, in groups? So sometimes I would work one-to-one, but at the moment it's mainly group work. And they each student does different work so i have to cater to them individually in the two hour slot that we have yeah. okay so you'll have a student come in obviously the the work, work will provide this but they'll they might be falling behind in science yeah and you'll go through their you know essentially whatever their week. we yeah. need to go through with them exactly so you'll so know their the, curriculum and stuff yeah yeah so with the younger years they have their books so we uh, in our tuition center we actually have books prepared for them so they'll just continue on with that if they need help i'll help them but with the GCSE lots, I tend to make sure that we go over some topics or like 
use the CGP books, which are really good by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I think they were around when I was at school. Yeah, they're amazing, you know. Yeah. They help you get through GCSEs, A-levels. All the answers are in them Yeah, yeah, for the exam. yeah. And if you use them right, you can literally ace your exams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't use them right. <laughs> <laughs> you can still use them. You know? <laughs> I think I might have to. Literally. Um, and, and then have you seen more pe- more kids coming through now? Is there like... Yeah. Like, yeah. So now that everything's opening up, we're seeing a lot more surgeon... Um, students coming in now especially not like because now it's summer but september time i know for a fact like everyone will be back and ready yeah because and parents parents are the main thing well that was gonna be my next question actually do do you find that um obviously parents will say that their kid needs help in certain areas yeah but you ever get that the children the child will say i need help because obviously they they don't necessarily say that they're stressed they might not give that off but I think for anyone, it's quite hard to say, I need help. I need help, yeah, um, 100%. Yeah. And especially as a kid, they might not be able to get that express out. Express that. Yeah, express yeah, that. Yeah. So there are kids that are confident enough to say, Miss, I need help in this. Like, I'm so stuck and stuff. So I'll help them. But then with others, like like we said that we need to diagnose them, kind of like see if they're struggling. They won't necessarily say it. They'll just sit there and wait for me. Yeah. And then I will notice and I'll be like, okay, are you stuck? And then... I, I do tend to tell them like, you need to let me know, otherwise I won't know, you know? But I just wanna, I wanna make it comfortable for them in that environment so that they can ask me for help. So I tend to be like, okay with my students. Like, like um, I have conversations and stuff, you know? Open, like, open, open conversations, yeah. 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 So that's, that's what I mean, like we start talking about anime and stuff, but then I'm like, okay guys, we need to get back on the way. Well, I guess they buy into you then, don't you? They're, yeah. they're then more um, likely to listen to how what you're saying or that your teaching style, they'll be more open yeah, to learning. Yeah, exactly. Once I feel like you need to have that kind of relationship with yeah. your students, because once you have that, then they trust you. But it's amazing how many um, teachers miss that. They don't have that relationship with every single every child. Single student, and I mean, yeah. it must be, I could imagine it being quite difficult. Like teaching's mm-hmm. not an easy job. It's not. Um, to know everything about that student. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes I think like, you know, maybe like the, the child that doesn't speak up or maybe is problematic. Yeah. They sometimes get left to one side, but actually exactly. they probably need they need the, the most, most help. Help, yeah, exactly. Do you have you do you, have you experienced that? Is is there anyone who There have been quite a few yeah. actually, like where um some of them would be like the louder ones yeah. and stuff, some would be the quieter ones, they'd be left to the side. But um the good thing about smaller groups, because I know in a teaching environment, like in the classroom there's thirty, 30 students. Yeah. And I could never do that personally. Like, it's, it's, it's honestly it's so a very, hard. Like, in, like being a tutor myself, I found a whole new respect for teachers, like school teachers, primary school teachers. I literally respect Because obviously small so groups, like it's same as fitness, right? Yeah, small, yeah. Very small groups and one-to-ones, you learn a lot more. A lot more. The minute you start yeah. going bigger scale, exactly. the information that's getting taught. And you can get away with stuff as well. You're getting bigger groups. Like if you didn't do something and stuff, you're like, oh, okay, like, you know? Yeah. And you won't put in as much effort. Yeah, because you're hiding with exactly. amongst others. But when you're in a smaller group, um, and the teacher can actually just focus on you and actually catch you out if you yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah. Did you find that you work with the same child or children for extensive, like extended period yeah. of times? So yeah. there have been students where I've seen them grow up from like year four to year six or okay. like I've taught their brothers and sisters as well. And um, I've seen their growth 
which has been very interesting. Yeah, but it must also be a satisfying feeling that you've yeah. taken through that their, that journey, that extra support. Exactly. Comes their grading time. Yeah. They get the, the qualification. Um, and it's an achievement, obviously, yeah. for you and achievement for them. Yeah. Has there ever been times where they haven't succeeded? Yeah, there have been. So they would come and I would ask. They wouldn't necessarily tell me because obviously... <laughs> Students don't really tell teachers the bad grades. <laughs> and then I'd be like, okay, so how did your test go? And they'd be like, oh, miss, I didn't do that well. Stuff. And I'll be like, okay, what did you get? And then, then I'll, first of all, I'll ask for the paper back. I'll be like, if you can get the paper back and we'll go for it question by question. If not, I'll be like, okay, what is this topic that you're really, really struggling with? And then from then on, I'll try work my way around that. Like going through the topic, getting out some exam questions. And then, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that, that must be quite hard for a student to take who's mm. got pressure from, from parents everywhere. literally teachers um, parents yeah, yeah. To, to do well because yeah. some, some i mean i wouldn't say some parents don't care that's not the right word but mm. i think the the pressure is taken off them it's like you work to the best of your ability and school yeah. I, i've said this in a few podcasts like school and certain things might not be for them at that at that stage yeah. they might actually find that they want to learn more when they get older and they're just kind of going through the system, system at the moment. exactly yeah yeah it's actually like that some students you can tell they're just going through it because they're you just know that yeah they're yeah. at 16 they're not going to pursue a career in education career they're exactly, someone who yeah. should be thrown into the world of, yeah. of work whether it's through their own business working for yeah. someone whatever it might be and you can students, tell that right yeah some students actually told me miss why do i need this i don't even want to do this when i'm older or like why do i need science why do i need math why do i need trigonometry or algebra in life how, when am i gonna use that but actually there are elements where you'd be like i wish i knew how to I wish, yeah literally no that is true but that, they'll realize that when they're older at yeah, the yeah. moment sometimes i actually question when have i ever used algebra in my life or like <laughs> you know but i'm just like guys like as much as like I know you won't use this education is really really good it will take you if not like some further but it will take you someplace you yeah know I mean? like, but it's getting that base it's getting that base it's exactly that base. you don't have to be the most cleverest person in the room or like you have to do a PhD or get a doctor yeah, 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 yeah. you just need to have this foundation knowledge yeah. and I guess if anyone any student has that I think that's really good for them in the future um, when you were saying before about like not knowing uh this and not knowing that like when am I ever going to use it yeah it's funny because I wasn't great at school and uh doing the matting and the flooring for this I had to calculate the square footage meters meter squared and all that and oh, I was like, like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I wish I paid attention to <laughs> math so I was on on Google YouTube you YouTube, YouTube and Google yeah yeah. <laughs> Google, yeah um okay and a couple of last things you uh going back to the whole fitness side of things yeah you said like social media is obviously a big part of like your generation yeah, your age group a very big part yeah. um and you said that you've started your own fitness page on on yeah. on that and that is that is that for the accountability of like i've invested into fitness mm -hmm. i not necessarily want to show it to other people but mm -hmm. i want to put this out out there because i want to like it's for me but i'm making it a, a statement yeah so for me like fit, the fitness page was because like I wanted to see my growth like from where I start yeah. to where I not finish but like you know go yeah, I, so, yeah I suppose in my time it yeah. would have been well I say my time there's <laughs> how old the, are you I'm 31 31 <laughs> oh. um I don't look it I look younger right yeah you do um, 19 I said that before <laughs> yeah, so it, for, for me growing up it would have been a Kodak photo right. which I don't know even if you know what it is the clicky oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Know, okay. I used to use that when I was like five years old fine so that would have been like you do that you'd go take it to like Boots or whatever and, and they, you'd, you'd have that there, and that's yeah. how you'd look at your photos wow, but I yeah. think now well not I think now would be 
you log it, journal it on on, on Instagram your, like, or, camera or yeah, yeah, like, create a folder. And yeah, then Instagram is the best way, I guess, because everything is just on one page, yeah. whatever you post and yeah. stuff. And I guess that was basically like my motivation as well. Like, okay, because Simran, you're seeing your improvements. Let's see what else you can do with yeah, that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I think my fitness actually. So you know this lockdown. Um, it was really, really hard for me in the sense that I was spiraling down again. And I was like, I don't want to go into that dark hole again because I was literally struggling with my mental health so much before. And I was like, okay, once gym's open, you need to get back into it. Is that how you've combated the mental? Literally, yeah. literally. Um, gym is like my escape. Like okay. I go gym, I shut everyone out. I shut the whole, like my, my parents are as well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's your time, it's your hour. Yeah, it's my time, yeah. you know? Like this is where I need to like focus on myself. And then literally this April is when I started my fitness journey properly. And I literally fell in love. And like, especially with weights, I, like weightlifting was something I was like, wow. Like I felt so powerful and stuff. And the thing is with me being an Asian girl from like a Pakistani background, girls are told to not do this stuff, you know, even right now. <laughs> yeah, which I think is amazing that you challenge the-, yeah. the so even now, like the other day I was arguing with my mom <laughs> on this. Because she was like, gosh, you're do this and you're going to damage something and how's that going to affect you? I you guess know? like male or female, there's certain moulds that people get put in, you yeah. know, in, yeah. especially in the fitness world, you're supposed to look a certain way. Male, yeah. you're supposed, males are supposed to do this, women are supposed to do this. But obviously yeah. in culture wise as well, it's supposed to be, you know, you can't or you can do exactly. this. Exactly. It's like, why are you learning lifting when you should go and to the kitchen and like but cook, this is like know, 2021 21. Like, and there are, are still like people who think this way yeah, yeah. which really like then i get heated and it's like girls are not just made for that you know but i also think it's down to like us to educate and have yeah. those conversations about thing. it like yeah. you know it, it can be easily you, you can easily get frustrated over those things but yeah. at the same time that's all those people have ever been taught that's cool, what they exactly, that's what yeah. they know i don't blame them i guess because with like culture it's been like that for years, for years, like, and years. like we're talking thousands exactly. of years i i don't think i'm going to change the whole pakistani culture and like <laughs> just by myself you know but with like the people near me and directly but like, more and me, more girls more yeah, and more asian girls pakistani exactly. girls yeah. just in general females from any background Agra, any, yeah. are doing more weight training more in, weight, in the gym exactly more. like i just want to challenge that like i'll still get yeah. some cousins from back home saying like why are you doing this, you know? I'm like, because I want to, I want to be strong. You well, know? I would imagine that from, from your background, education has yeah. been, was probably pushed, was it pushed or was it a yeah. massive thing for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh my God, I remember my mom, if I did not get a certain grade, I would get beans. <laughs> like, like she would want me to do well, like obviously. And I guess I, I did like the discipline my mom gave me because it made me who I am, you know, discipline. But education was, is pushed back which is crazy because just for argument's sake you could say you might not be great academically yeah. but actually you could be an olympic champion in in weightlifting <laughs> swimming and you know you're getting gold and it's like what so i can't do that because i should do that yeah no so see that is a bit of a problem there again so you could have like you're saying a weightlifting gold medal champion you could be a champion then you get compared to your cousin who's like who, who's got like a, a degree yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like okay so or, or even better, um, you can have like, like I'm saying championship, but that, that girl got married at that age. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like it's that must like, be quite a big, um, like pressure point for oh, you. Oh, 100%. Like I've just graduated and it's just like, still like I'm getting like thing like, what's your next plan, you know? 
I'm going masters. Well, well, after that, like, you know, they're trying to push that thing. Yeah, I guess it is adopting like, you know, because you, have you grown up here in England as well? No. No, okay. So I actually was born in Pakistan. Okay. And I came here back in 2005. Fine. And then, then I've grown up here. So it's adopting both cultures both as well. Both cultures, exactly. Where, where maybe parents-wise is pretty much, uh, they adopted the culture, culture from, from, yeah, from, yeah, yeah, from Pakistan, Pakistan yeah, exactly. and are living with that culture. Exactly, yeah. But I think obviously like now as, you know, as we get older and stuff, that mm. children of children will adopt a very different culture. And that's I think the world cool. will be a very different place in the next like 30 to 40 Hopefully. years. That, that's our mission. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah literally, because we were literally, when we talk about it, I'm, I'm literally thinking to myself like, no, I don't want the future generations to have that. Yeah, for racism, yeah. for gender equality. Anything, for, yeah, 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 yeah. Anything like we're all equal and we can all push our boundaries and become whoever we want. We've just got all different gifts, talents, exactly. and it just needs exactly, to be expressed. Exactly, yeah. And yours might not necessarily be academics. So it might be fitness, it might be music. And that needs to be pushed more. You get me? One of the questions, I do, I, I do. <laughs> one, one of the questions I always ask is like, who's set these expectations? Like who's put these out there? Because- I don't know. They, well, yeah. They, we need to find that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because- They are very old um, traditional yeah. views. And there's definitely, there's definitely a place for some of the views. So for example, mm education to a certain degree yeah you, what you're saying before there's a exactly. basic foundation that everyone should be entitled to in terms of learning mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then that's down to the individual then on what process they take next because exactly uh, you may not be the best person academically mm -hmm. but there is a gift as we said there's a gift somewhere else yeah. and you should be able to with the support of the people around you express that who talent you, exactly. or who or yeah. who you may, yeah. may may be like i i think i saw this on instagram once and it was like um um, a post and if it, it was something like if you give a fish in a bowl a, a tree to climb this is Albert Einstein yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that yeah. I actually thought of that in my head I was like I'm gonna get it I wrong if you judge standing, yeah. uh, if you judge a fish by its ability to, ability to climb, climb a tree, a tree. It'll, always, it'll spend its life thinking it's stupid or it's, something like or, that or it's a failure, yeah, it's that, a failure. that's yeah. exactly what we can use in this situation yeah, yeah, yeah. if you tell a kid who's not academically great but who's musically talented or fitness wise it's amazing they're gonna think they're a failure, yeah, you know, yeah. in front of their parents or in front of the world's eyes, and that's but actually they could do. be the next Beyonce, Beyonce Jay Z, exactly, like whoever exactly. it could be, and yeah. footballer wise, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I like, as a tuition teacher, I have to promote education. You get me, but I do say like whatever you want to get into, like you express yourself in that yeah. way. I think know? it's just having those open open views, and I think more of like this generation this age group you know yeah. in the last kind of 30 they're kind of i do think they're challenging those norms a lot more than traditionally like our parents yeah 100 100 percent. and as long as that we have the parents and stuff we need to make sure that we try yeah but it's balancing it both is it having yeah. respect of the cultures and not the way that we've been oh, brought yeah, up but yeah. also challenging the norm in, no, in the status quo yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 um what are the plans for you moving forward what's what's the next six months goals for you or the next 12 months goals in maybe personal life or, or, or career-wise and, um, and then we'll go fitness. I don't even know what I'm going to do tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so personally... Because you, obviously you apply for, you're doing the master's. Master's, yeah. yeah. So essentially what I want to do is finish off my master's like, and hopefully get an idea of what, in just, like, what I want to do next. Um, I'm already thinking about going into having a PhD okay. and stuff. Uh, because when I did my research aspect of my third year, so my dissertation basically, I really love that like aspect. Like 
reading articles and reading journals, scientific journals and stuff. It seems like that's your thing. You, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. Okay, and then fitness-wise, what's the uh, what's the goal in the next six? What do you want out of the next six, 12 months fitness-wise? Fitness-wise, I would say that, first of all, like I want to improve everything in, in the terms of like my endurance and stuff, like with CrossFit and with kickboxing hopefully move on to a higher belt okay and stuff i was actually i don't know if i'm stepping a bit too far for my thing but i was actually thinking about going becoming like going into it professionally okay like lifting right know? okay because i do enjoy that aspect of like you know doing gymming and crossfit and stuff i'm now going more technical side and spending exactly. a lot more time more, developing yeah. that skill and i actually came across a page on instagram and it was a fitness page and she uh, that lady i forgot her name but like she did she does lifting and she's an athlete okay and she's also doing a phd so that inspired me i was like yeah, of course. why can't i like yeah. why can't i manage it yeah. Yeah. you'll only know by doing it by doing it exactly so I do want to go further into it. Like that's amazing. I found like a really nice passion for it, even for CrossFit. You know, I didn't even know what it was, and now I'm just like, whoa! Hello. Yeah, <laughs> you got the bug. You got the CrossFit bug. Yeah, that's literally. amazing. That, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. amazing. It was hard at first. I'm not gonna lie, obviously, because it's something. You're, it was something out of my comfort zone completely. You yeah, know? it's a transition for you. Transition, too. yeah. Like and like, I was going into it alone, <laughs> which was even more thing. I was like, oh, I don't know. But then, as the more I did it and stuff, I um, I actually fell in love with it. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Simran, we've run out of time for today, but it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, thank you for joining us. And guys, we'll see you next week.